From Audio Boom comes Covert, a new podcast that delves into the murky world of spies, soldiers, and top secret military operations. I'm Jamie Rennell, and together we'll discover the real stories of history's greatest classified missions, told by the operatives, soldiers, and journalists who experienced it firsthand. Follow Covert on Spotify or subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorite shows. Five, four, three, two, one. Cue music. This is Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Welcome to Movies First, and if you are a regular movie viewer, you'll be well aware that it is not uncommon for a book to be made into a movie, or even as has become increasingly common in Hollywood these days, for a book to be made into many movies. It is, however, somewhat rarer for a combination of books to be made into the one movie, but if you're a fan of Stephen King, you'll be aware that The Dark Tower is many books that have now been made into one movie. Alex, first, have we got this correct? We have got this correct, and I'm just wondering how many times eight books have been squeezed into one. Some people are going to have trouble with The Dark Tower because of it, because it compacts everything into 95 minutes. Now, it's meant to be an epic, so it doesn't seem epic-like. So that's my first commentary about it. But these are the words. The man in black fled across the desert, and the gunslinger followed. With those words... Stephen King sparked an entire universe that makes its big screen debut with The Dark Tower. He started it when he was but 22 years of age. he just graduated from college, so it, it spanned his career. Over time, he says as the books and stories piled up, he started to realise he had all these characters that were referring back to this other world, mid-world, the world of The Dark Tower. And it had become the centrepiece of his fictional universe, Characters who showed up in other books would then show up in The Dark Tower and vice versa. He was influenced to create his magnum opus by blending together several unlikely sources. That included Lord of the Rings, The Good, The Bad and The Ugly, and Clint Eastwood's Man With No Name. It inspired millions of readers, not least of which was this young kid in Denmark whose imagination was sparked by the events in Midworld. When he matured, the director, Nicolaj Arcel, A-R-C-E-L, was determined to be the one to bring The Dark Tower to the screen. And he grew up with The Dark Tower books. He became so immersed in the stories that the Danish native taught himself English. He was about 13. There, there were almost no Stephen King stories translated into Danish and became <laughs> infatuated with a few books that he'd read in Danish even at that age. And so he had to start picking up his English version novels and had to teach himself to read adult novel-style English at a very early age. So, that is a great advertisement for Stephen King as a writer, yeah, you know. Stephen King taught him English. <laughs> I think that's great. I agree. I think it's wonderful. And, and he recalls when he read, this is this is Arsel, when he read The Gunslinger at 17, he was so into the novel that he created a song, The Gunslinger, with his band, which he still has on cassette tape. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, absolutely. So, so what so, you're saying is this is this is the fruition of, well, not, not a lifelong project, but certainly a very long-term labour of love. 
Yes, by a, a lot of people, especially the director and the writer. So it's based upon this epic book series, as I've mentioned, and it's an action-adventure fantasy. Uh, the Last Gunslinger, whose name is Roland Deschain, played by Idris Elba, the, the future James Bond, maybe, maybe not, uh, has been locked in this eternal battle with Walter O'Dim, also known as the Man in Black, Matthew McConaughey, determined to prevent the Man in Black from toppling the Dark Tower. And the Tower is what holds the universe together. The fate of multiple worlds are at stake. Good and evil will collide in the ultimate battle, as only DeShane can defend the Tower from the Man in Black. That's what it's all about. Okay. I knew nothing of Stephen King's book smashed into one when I entered the cinema, so I had no preconceptions. I really liked the setup. The scene was well established. This 14-year-old outsider, whose name is Jake, had nightmarish visions that were dismissed as a mental disorder, and I thought Tom Taylor was well cast in the lead role. Idris Elba also gains traction as this shy, silent kind of character and the youngster's mentor. What a matchup! And what a team, Mike! Metro PCS and the iPhone SE for $0 on a network that covers 99% of people in the U.S. Oh, impressive. Play with the best. Switch to Metro PCS and get a 32-gig iPhone SE for $0. Metro PCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax and $10 activation fee. Claim based on talking text. Not valid for active numbers currently on our T-Mobile network or active on Metro PCS in the past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions. Movies First. Reviews, previews and more with Alex First and Chris Coleman. McConaughey, though, was the picture of ridiculousness as evil incarnate. Really? Yeah, his dialogue gave him little latitude in giving his character any credibility. So less credible as evil incarnate than as, oh, I don't know, a koala. A koala can be an American. Now get over it. Get over this. For those people who haven't listened to our podcasts for a long time, somehow the man at the other end of the microphone has credibility problems when it comes to a, what is it, a, a an animated koala being anything other than Australian. No, I, I don't have a problem with that. I have a problem with an animated koala being done with an American accent. There are still plenty of people who have a problem with Kevin Costner playing Robin Hood with an American accent 25 years ago. Hang on, hang on. We have one of the, the, no, the greatest living actor playing an Australian in, well, who's got my baby, you know? Meryl Streep. Uh, yeah. yeah. She put on, she put on an accent. Uh, yeah, she, the, it wasn't a great accent, but she tried. Right. Okay. So why should you try? Uh, when was the last time you actually heard a koala speak? And, and uh, uh, when? Excuse me. And I know you have to answer that question. When was the last time you actually heard a koala utter words? Doesn't matter. Right. Doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. All right. I think you've lost this one. I really like the cinematography centred around New York City, by the way, in The Dark Tower. Of course, as with all these types of stories, it got down to a battle between those wearing the proverbial white hats and those dressed in black, and the inevitable showdown between the key characters in the piece. I thought that was pedestrian, unfortunately. I, I, 
I mean, it's a mixed bag, the Dark Tower. As I say, it doesn't feel epic, which is a problem for those people who followed the novels. So I reckon it fails to live up to its pedigree, which is disappointing. Okay. Uh, anything else you can tell us about it? I mean, it, it sounds like it could have been so much better. Yeah, I think that's the truth. It has elements that are engaging and it has others that uh, I, I, I wanted it to be. And where's it going to go from here? Probably no further. And I would have thought that it should have set the scene for more more movies. And it, it didn't to me. So five to five and a half out of ten for The Dark Tower. You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com. From Audioboom comes Covert, a new podcast that delves into the murky world of spies, soldiers and top secret military operations. I'm Jamie Rennell. And together, we'll discover the real stories of history's greatest classified missions, told by the operatives, soldiers, and journalists who experienced it firsthand. Follow Covert on Spotify, or subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorite shows.